Welcome to TV Tangents with your hosts, Natalie and Rebecca. Today on the program, we're talking about the beloved 80s sitcom, New Heart. Bonita Senorita, your numero uno co-host, Esta Aki. Aw, oh, <laughs> man. That's so cute. I totally... Have, have you been watching New Heart? Is it Cupcake? That's her name. Oh, I was all like, now, that, yeah, now I just remembered. Right? As soon as you said it. Cuppers. Oh. Yes. Your numero uno. Oh. <laughs> it's been so long since I finished watching New Heart. Oh, really? So now I'm all like, but you just reminded me of all of that and how cute that is. So when we decided to watch New Heart, had you ever watched it before? Did you watch it? Never. I never okay. watched it before. And I watched it as much in its entirety as I could. I noticed on the Hulu or wherever mm-hmm. I was watching at the Prime uh, that... So every so often I'd be paying attention if I wasn't binging and it would be like skipping ahead several episodes. But um, yeah, so not all of the episodes are on. We're available. Yeah. Um, it's on Amazon Prime and they skip over a lot and we will get to it later. But the last episode, which is the most important episode of the whole show. Yeah. I told you there's no point in watching the show if you don't watch the last episode. Right. Not even available. It's not there. You have to watch it on YouTube. Yeah. Which, Which I found out at the end. I was like, oh, I can't wait to watch this. And all of a sudden I was like, wait a second. What just happened? Yeah. Then what happens? No, yeah. it is like one of the most important final yeah. shows of TV history. Ever. So uh, we'll get to that later. I have been inspired by New Heart that you and I can open a bed and breakfast. Yes, that is the dream. Yes. I'll write books. Mm-hmm. And you can do whatever Joanna does. Yes. Which is a lot of things, apparently, but possibly. Yeah. I mean, Stephanie was making breakfast at one point, so there's right. lots of weird things going on. And I assume Joanna ends up doing a lot of the housekeeping yeah. because Stephanie, Stephanie doesn't. definitely is not doing that. But yeah, keeping the books and all the things. Yeah. yeah. But I think... You are the Joanna and I'm mm-hmm. the dick. Yeah. So. Very true. Very true. I know. As soon as I started watching this, I'm like, yep, this is what I need to be doing. <laughs> I need to open a cute bed and breakfast. That would be, that's the dream. Yeah. But not in a cold place. No, Because Vermont is cold, cold right? Yeah. And we wouldn't want to be cold all the time. No, Although that's that. where you get like the ski people. But no, we want to be way more like But we could do chill. like the Golden Palace Mm-hmm. You know, because what are they in Miami or whatever? Absolutely. And yeah. Yeah. We could do that. Maybe not Miami. And then, I mean, you can make a cute little yeah. B&B anywhere and make it, if you have things to do near you, then you can make it work and yeah. it's cute. So yeah. yeah, it's perfect. New Heart is an American sitcom that ran on CBS from October 25th, 1982 to May 21st, 1990. Wow. What? That Your was my birthday. 15th birthday. And I'm sure I watched the show, the final <laughs> episode, because I do remember watching it. It's about a nonfiction writer and his wife who buy a 200-year-old inn in an unidentified town in Vermont. And my family watched this show all the time. And mm. 
I went to a very small church school, so I don't know if the general population of middle schoolers in the late 80s were watching Newhart, but I know mm-hmm. that everyone in my like middle school was. Interesting. There were nine people in my eighth grade class, so yes. uh, we all watched it and would talk about it. Yeah. After. I don't think we ever, I don't remember ever watching it as a kid, so definitely wasn't something that was on my radar. Um, heard about things over the years and never, I never even realized that this was, uh, Larry and this is my brother, Daryl, my other brother, Daryl. I did not know that that was this show. Like I'd always heard that. Mm -hmm. And for whatever in my brain, I'm like, oh, I, you know, oh, that's on a show sometime. And so I didn't realize it was even this show. So I definitely did not see, and I kind of didn't even know the premise of the show, Mm -hmm. which is interesting. So, uh, after... Every week's episode, the next day in school, someone would talk about what Larry, Daryl, and Daryl did in that episode because they were like the cult favorite. Yes. Everybody loved them. That and makes sense. They were hilarious. And my parents loved this show. They have, I think they have the entire collection on maybe D- DVD, maybe. Oh. I don't think it's a VHS because it's not yeah, that big. Probably not. But anyway. Very cool. Yeah. No, it's a great song. As Great song. Song. I'm going to start over. <laughs> It's a great show, and um, I hope you enjoyed it. I did. Did you like it? I did, very much so. I discovered with this show, though, that um, before we kind of get into everything about the show, it's one of those shows that I watched it very fast. Like I said, I watched every episode that was available to me on Amazon Prime. That's a lot. It was. And during the time, I, you know, it. I feel like it was... Was it already like this spring? I don't know. It seems like it was a long time ago when I finished the show. I had a lot of time where I, yeah, I mean, I'd watch like four hours of it at a time. Sometimes when I was like home in the evening or if I had some time off, it's one of those shows. And I've discovered this as we've been doing this podcast now for so long that there are some shows that you just love, like that's a great show and you watch it, but there's not a lot of story that you have to follow along with. Mm-hmm. Like there's there's not ever changing, like an ever changing dynamic. No. Um, a little bit. Um, Sometimes you wonder where a character came from. Yes. But that's the extent of it. Yeah. And only during the time, I think, um, when uh, the two, uh, Stephanie and what's his name? Michael. Uh, Michael, like kind of... how their relationship develops. Yeah. But even then, not really as much. So it's one of those shows where you can kind of just be watching and doing something, but you still know what's going on. It was still like really like I couldn't wait to watch it. But I always find that interesting when we watch certain shows, whether or not I like it or not, or what my dynamic of watching it is. There's some shows I will be like, if I have to go to the bathroom, it's pause, yeah, run up, go to the bathroom, come back. Or if I'm like, or somebody texts me and I almost have to read it like with intent, I'm like, wait, pause this because otherwise I'm going to miss what's going on. This is one of those shows that I didn't feel like I had to do that, but still loved the show. Right. And so it's very interesting because it's kind of like, again, it doesn't have anything that you'd really miss a ton of. Right. You're not going to miss the story because yeah. I agree with that because I watch it while I'm working. And so um, if I need to go to the bathroom or go get a, some water or something, mm-hmm. I can leave it running yeah. because I'm still going to know. Like the, the plot is simple enough in each episode that you're not going to miss the plot. Right. But you will miss something funny that true. they said. And you That's don't want to miss funny stuff. So 
the plot is simple, but the way it's executed is amazing. Yeah. So, like, the jokes are so funny mm-hmm. and, like, so dry that you don't want to miss them. But it's okay if you do step away for a minute. Yeah. So that's absolutely true. and Definitely. And I've noticed that about other shows we've watched where it's kind of, like, an interesting dynamic. So I'm always like, well... This is one of those where I really loved it. I couldn't wait to watch it as mm-hmm. I kept going on and on and on. But it was never where I'm like, okay, I I can't follow along because yeah. of, or like when I didn't notice that I was missing episodes because you don't miss no. any kind of plot line. No. And anything you so need to good. know, they tell you. Yeah. It was kind of just rehashing and everything, which is great. And again, to be a show based on pretty much the exact same thing the whole time. I mean, and again, they're mm-hmm. added in. So it's people who come in there. It's the dynamic of the relationships to go for that long and have continual like comic value mm-hmm. and to still be a really good show through. And I never really found that there was a lull. We've talked about lulls over the sitcoms we've watched where mm-hmm. sometimes like as kids get older or whatever right. happens, you get into that like, oh, the last couple seasons. This was great because it was that dynamic never changed. And to me, it was always, yeah, it was always funny. And I yeah, really no- like, looked I mean, nothing to it. ever does change except mm-hmm. that um, Michael and Stephanie's relationships changed. And yeah, that's about it. Yeah. Nobody like they would bring in characters. We the first two season the, mm-hmm. the seasons though, not great. I didn't think they were not great. It took me a minute to get in the first few episodes. Um, I actually really, you know, I enjoyed the character of um, who's the guy in the first couple seasons. Kirk. Kirk. Oh my god. Not that I enjoyed <laughs> him so much. It was. His delivery mm-hmm. was so good. I mean, I, yeah. I just found him to be a really good actor. And I'm like, this is really funny. And so getting into it, just in the beginning, I was kind of like, all right, I'm, you know, I'm getting into a new show I've never seen. But it didn't take long because I remember thinking, okay, this is funny. Mm-hmm. But he kind of cracked me up in a weird way where I was like, I don't really like this guy, but oh my gosh, this is funny. Oh, yeah, he's so funny. Yeah. And like... It's the early 80s, mm-hmm. so, you know, and you've got three programming options, so yeah. people kind of didn't like him, and they were like, he's too mean. Yeah. And, but he was funny, and then they got rid of him. Mm-hmm. So, but I felt like the first two seasons, they hadn't really figured out what the audience wants yet, True. because they're, wa- I'm not saying they're not watchable, but, like, the last three seasons of the show are like crack mm-hmm. and I you can't stop watching them yeah and I can't wait to watch the next episode of New Heart so yeah that's yeah yeah that was definitely definitely the case so the theme song was composed by Henry Mancini mm. and performed by the Royal Philharmonic Orchestra and this plays over images of beautiful New England scenery which is actually not in Vermont. This is in New Hampshire. And you know how I don't know anything about geography, so that's probably (laughs) in New England. Um, But these are actually outtakes from the 1981 movie On Golden Pond, starring Henry Fonda and Catherine Hepburn. Interesting. Right. And in part of the scene you can see in the car, you can actually, if you look closely, see them in the car. But we all had these tiny tube TVs, Mm -hmm. so you can see that. Wow, I didn't know that. 
Uh, William Lantau, I think that's how you pronounce it, who played Chester, was also in that movie. Oh. It's a weird coincidence, or maybe not so much. Hmm. I don't know. Very interesting. The exterior shots of the Stratford are really the Waybury Inn in Middlebury, Vermont. Hmm. And you can go there. It's a place. Oh, it's on our list. Yes, but the the exterior is wildly inconsistent with the interior. Shocking. It does not match up at all. Yeah. So you wouldn't actually walk into the Stratford. Dang it. But you can definitely have your picture taken in front of it like I did mm-hmm. with the Mary Tyler Moore house, right. which is the same situation. Yes. We need to do that and then, yeah. <laughs> and then somebody needs to buy it and turn it into that on the inside. Now, wouldn't that be great? See? Like the Brady Bunch house? Exactly. It's Some... sold, by the way. I know. Somebody needs to do that with all the historical yeah. houses. And, and good luck figuring out the full house house. oh my god i could live in the full house house but that's not what we're talking about (laughs) so newhart and its cast were nominated for 25 emmy awards six golden globes and four tv land awards but they didn't win any of those what no awards interesting it did win four viewers for quality television awards which i don't know what that is i don't know what that is either it's like the soapy that joey wins on friends Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, they didn't, they were nominated all the time because huh. it was a great show and people loved it. But you know what? I, I almost wonder if at some point we have to go back and look when people were nominated. Because you know what? You know who probably won some show that we love. Right. And yeah, so, that's probably yeah, true. We probably yeah. need to go back and be like, oh, this right. is why Newhart didn't win right. because. They're up against Cheers yes, or something. Yes, Cheers. Exactly. That's true. That You're right. Because there was a lot of good TV. 80s and 90s, man. So going through this show, I think, first of all, Dick, played by Bob Newhart, Mm -hmm. is grumpy. He's just like a grumpy man who everybody annoys him and everybody's annoyed. And he just can't believe what's going on around Mm -hmm. him. So I think if they made this show today, not like a revamp, but like if we didn't have the old show, we Mm -hmm. made it today, I think it'd be shot like The Office. Mm. And I think it would be called Nobody Likes Dick. <laughs> because that's like the premise of the whole show oh, is so that they're funny. all just like, Dick, are you not understanding what, what I'm saying? What's going on here? And he's yeah. like, are you all crazy? That's true. That yeah. is true. He's kind of the, uh, yeah, the curmudgeon. Is that the word? He is. He's, yeah. He's very like, looks at everyone like they're dumb and just is put. it's like he's putting up with people. And when he says funny things, which is constantly, mm-hmm. they're funny to him. Yeah. But they're never funny to anybody else. No. He just he just kind of laughs at He's himself. He's got that good dry then. humor going, too, which He's is hilarious. awesome. Oh, and Joanna doesn't really... I mean, sometimes they get along, but sometimes she's just like, I don't know why... I don't know why we're doing this. Yeah, I feel like they were an interesting couple. In the beginning, you know, they're like, oh, hey, we bought this in or whatever, and we're going to run it. And I, yeah, they're almost like there wasn't a whole ton. Everyone's in a great while. There wasn't a ton of like romance between no. them. Or a lot of just like, oh, we're a couple kind of thing. There were a few times here and there, but. And Joanna would try. Yeah. Like there was the time that she wanted to get remarried. Yeah. Because when they got married, it was like a quickie wedding. And mm-hmm. then Dick wanted to get on the plane right away so they could get the cheaper fare. Yeah. And they got married like with a group of other people. Mm-hmm. And so she was like, we have to get remarried because our first wedding wasn't good enough. And she's all annoyed with him because he's like, whatever. And mm-hmm. I'm like, Joanna, seriously, why are we doing this? Yes. Why are you with Dick if you don't even? 
But in the beginning, it wasn't like that. It's almost like they developed that because people liked it. Mm-hmm. And it is funny yeah. to see the way that Joanna puts up with him. Yeah. It seems like, though, that they weren't married long enough for them to seem like this old married couple that's just very comfortable with each other. Well, they're but, living in rural Vermont. That's true. And they don't seem to have a TV. Yeah. Maybe it's in the bedroom. Yeah. It is interesting, though, because they came from New York City. So, yeah. yeah just very interesting dynamic with those two. And Newhart is in one of those little communities that has, like, a community identity where mm-hmm. you just want to be there and, like, know the people. Even though we very rarely see the, ex- like, outside of the inn, yeah. sometimes we go to like the city hall or whatever it is, or the cafe next door, which I never realized mm-hmm. in all the years I watched this show, I thought the inn was in the middle of nowhere. Oh. I didn't realize the Minuteman was next was to Was right next door. There's a park across the street mm-hmm. and that they had a carriage house. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's we find that out way later, yes. Mm-hmm. And Green Acres is another one of those where, like, if you watch enough of it, You start to hallucinate. Maybe I'm the only one. Start to hallucinate (laughs) that you're like in the town and Mm. that you know these people. That is true. And also, whenever you see the name Dick Martin in the credits, I don't know if you noticed that, but I did. That's Dick Martin from Laugh-In. He directed 33 episodes, including the finale. Oh, my goodness. And on our TikTok, I have a short bloopers reel where it's one of the first seasons and... Bob Newhart accidentally calls uh, Mary Fran. Oh, goodness. Did you not turn... Natalie, did you not tell me to turn off my phone? <laughs> I turned my ringer down. <laughs> I did not remind you to turn yours down. I usually remember, but this is... They want to know. They want to talk to me about vaccinations. They're like, we're doing a survey. and Anyway. So we have a TikTok where... Bob Newhart accidentally calls Mary Fran Emily, mm-hmm. and she's just freaking out. She's and all like, what? Dick Martin walks into the shot, and I was like, "That's Dick Martin from oh. Laughing." So anyway, I just wanted to point that out. So the Stratford, like we said, is a two hundred, a two hundred year old inn, and a man named McMahon owned the Stratford in the sixties. But he had to sell the place after an archery accident involving a high-powered crossbow and tequila shooters. <laughs> <laughs> this according to George, who yeah, knows everything, say, everything about the Stratford. Because George, and George has been there his whole life. Yes. George is awesome. He's Hand, like handyman George Utley. Yeah. yeah. And he basically grew up there. So it's like, yeah, they were the handyman. So he knows everything. And he worked for the previous owners. And he's also one of those who's like... He can play a little bit dumb, but also he's super sweet. He's like the best guy ever. He does everything for everyone. He does, and he's kind of a jack of all trades. He's the handyman, but he takes bags up to rooms. Yes, he does. And I mean, he considers Dick to be his best friend. And I think there's even an episode where he's like, uh, I like you more than you like me Aww. to Dick. And there was like a whole thing about it. And I was like, oh, and you know, Dick's just so dry and so like, we don't have to talk about it. Can we just be friends? Like, and I it's sympathize so with him so much in this. I'm like, yeah. like whenever anyone tries to hug him, he's like, nah, that's okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I get it. Yeah. But yeah, George is awesome. He's just, 
and everyone loves him and he's like the guy who everyone goes to and even though a little bit like Stephanie later is just kind of like you know with Stephanie though everything's ew uh, but she like loves him. I mean, it's like you, he's just like everybody's either grandpa or uncle. Yeah. He's like that guy who you just love. And there's so an episode where Stephanie's like, Oh, we're like, fr- we're friends. And mm-hmm. so they're talking about, about how they're friends to each yeah. other. And it's really cute. And cause George is like, yeah, we're friends and friends do this for each other. And, whatever. Mm-hmm. and it's really cute. Cause he's like so content in where he is. Like he lives where does he live? Like above the. It's kind of like he's like in the attic yeah. of the inn above the kitchen. Yeah. So it's kind of like they. Ma- it, it seems as if they made quarters right. for someone to live there, and maybe it was originally like a chef person or something. Because if you when you come in the inn, there's like the main lobby and the stairs that go up to the rooms, but that's also where Dick and Joanna have right. their room, and Stephanie has a room. And then you go through the doors, and then there's, like, the eating area. Then you go through another set of doors is the kitchen. And then you're in the back of the inn for anything that happens. And I'm assuming that George lives above Yeah, it seems like those stairs are right outside that door, mm-hmm. the kitchen door, because you very rarely see the kitchen. Yeah. When you do, it looks like they're there. And then we go up into his room with Joanna at some point tried to re- redecorate. <laughs> That was hilarious. And he's like, no, nah, the rug goes here. Yeah. And he didn't want to sit on anything because he's like, it's all new. And like, yeah. he didn't want to live in it then. It was like. And he's so had funny. so many opportunities to like leave the Stratford mm-hmm. and to like, he's had romances and he's always just like, no, nah, I'm just George. And yeah. I'm just going to stay here. And what did he do at one point? Go to sell cars or something? Yes. And yeah. then he was like, yeah, it's not he's for like, me. No, I'm going to. Yeah. It's great. And. I, Stephanie never does any work, but she still gets paid. Right. And she's always trying to get George to do her work for her. Yeah, that was the big difference between um, Leslie. Leslie, who was there for the first couple of years. And mm-hmm. so now isn't... So Leslie was great. She was the maid. She was, like, officially the maid. You'd always see her working hard. Yeah. And then... Um, and that was just it, too, because Kirk was in love with her. Yes. And Stephanie actually came around at one point and visited, right? Because she was mm-hmm. Leslie's cousin. Mm-hmm. And then when uh, Leslie decided to go off to school is when Stephanie came back. Like, oh, she'll come over and take over my maid's job. But she's literally like, uh, I'm not doing that. Yeah. Well, she and she had never been away from home. So yeah. she was like, yeah, but she needed. It, it was a Rachel Green kind of situation mm-hmm. where she's spoiled, but she wants to be on her own. And... Leslie's character was too nice. It's like Kirk was too mean, mm-hmm. but he was funny. And Leslie was too nice and not funny at all. Yeah. And so the writers and producers and whatever felt like she didn't really contribute enough to the show. So yeah. they got rid of her and made the extreme opposite of her, which is Stephanie. <laughs> Stephanie, most definitely. Which is good because she comes in and she really is. She's hilarious because it's like the spoiledness makes her also hilarious that she has a job that she's really doesn't want to do and it's just kind of on and on but her she's very funny and everything is like but yeah ew (laughs) she's like anything she's supposed to be made to do well the the first couple seasons they're trying to be like your standard sitcom Mm -hmm. and then they start adding these characters with extreme personalities yeah like 
everyone except for Joanna and Dick have extreme personalities. That's true. Like George is extremely this way, this small town handyman. Mm-hmm. And every once in a while, a little bit different personality comes out. And then you've got Michael, who's like extremely Michael. And Michael's like the producer, right? On the or Dick becomes a host for Vermont yeah. today. Yeah. And Michael's like a producer and he's neurotic and crazy, but him and uh Stephanie are like the perfect pair. And they, they I mean, they just like fall in love and And let me tell you, when I used to watch this as a kid, I could not stand Michael. He annoyed me so much. Yeah. And now I started watching the show after having not watched it for decades. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, my gosh, he's my favorite He's character. hilarious. He's yeah. amazing. He really is. He's a little bit, I mean, he is kind of definitely whipped by her. Mm-hmm. Um, but he likes but it. He likes it. And he's very, like, at one point, I'm, there's multiple times, like, she's like, I'm going to go up and exfoliate. And he's like, oh, can I watch? And he follows her up the stairs. Like, yeah. it's just funny stuff like that where... Again, and calls her cupcake, cuppers, all the different things, all the pet names. And, but they are like the perfect match. Mm-hmm. They are, he will indulge her selfishness and her into her own self. I mean, yeah. besides being selfish, just in her own looks and all the, her demands. And he's, and he's fine with it. And they s- totally understand each other and they're perfect for each other. Like mm-hmm. they break up so many times, yeah. but then there's the episode where they're broken up, but they want each other to find someone. So mm-hmm. they go to the mall and to judge find people, people together. together. And I'm like, see, there's nobody else for them, but them. Exactly. They're both like, oh, look at her. No, this, that, whatever. And then they're both judging. Yeah. Because, yeah, he thought he found someone early on, right, who was like a, like another producer or something. And he, mm. because she was like not so, um, well, definitely not so into herself. And I remember Michael being in the relationship and then he was trying to, make her like stephanie and she's like no i you know i got this for you and he's like i don't understand (laughs) and it was so funny and then that's why he realized they were together and then when they did yeah break up for an extended period they're trying to find people for each other but there was a point where stephanie was like okay maybe i'm too much and maybe Mm -hmm. i should let michael be yeah a person as well in Season four, there's an episode where Joanna accidentally joins a cult. You watch that one? I think so. <laughs> and she she just has, like, no friends in the town, whatever the town is. Mm-hmm. And so she meets a group of people and then fights them over to the inn for their, like, little meeting or whatever. And it turns out they're trying to marry her to another one of the cult members. And they're like, <laughs> but this is a satanic cult. And she's like, wait, what? And Dick's just kind of standing over there like, hmm. Yeah, okay. Yeah, sorry. Loved that one. Got yourself into it. But I also wonder, in the house, like, how many rooms do they have? I've always wondered. They never seem to have more than one or two groups of guests. Mm -hmm. But, like, they live in rooms. Yeah. And Stephanie has a room. But if Michael buys her everything she ever wants, where does she keep it? Right. And her room is pretty big. We see her room a few times and she's got like a whole closet of shoes and all the things. And it is very interesting because the hallway up there is not very big. And then like if you go to the top of the stairs, Dick and Joanna always kind of just go right to the right. 
<laughs> as if there's just like a master suite over there. Right. And then all the other rooms are the other way. You you start to wonder, though, like, is it just because there's multiple people staying there, we just don't see them? And then there's like, maybe the hall goes all the way around, like the set where you're in the lobby yeah. and you just don't know it. Maybe it's like... Well, there's one point where we do see the entire... up. Like the entire balcony upstairs that mm. overlooks the lobby. Yeah. When George makes his handyman board game and oh. everyone comes to the end. Yes. And everyone, for some reason, is like manically playing this board game to get to a million points. Mm -hmm. And so you see people sitting at tables up on the balcony. There's like four different tables of people up yeah. there. That's it true. Really interesting. It's, yeah, it's kind of like, yeah, it's hard to tell. And again, you look at it from the outside, it's not very big. No. So maybe that is the case. Maybe it's just the fact that this is like an, a glorified home mm -hmm. and there's only, maybe there's only like three or four other rooms besides where they live. I mean, to be honest, I once stayed in a bed and breakfast that was just like a very old mm -hmm. home or like hotel, but... It only had one bathroom per floor, which I was not oh, aware Lord. of beforehand. I wouldn't be able to handle that. But yeah, they had like, I mean, they had like 10 rooms in the upstairs, so. And then I'm thinking about how many times we see everybody at breakfast and there's other people There's eating. so many people. But maybe they're townspeople. You could just come in and eat, yeah, though, I would assume. Yeah. But so, I don't know who's going to serve you because. Right. Stephanie barely can make the food for people. <laughs> and then she's all like, well, whatever. Go get it yourself. Yeah. Um, and there's a cafe next door. So yeah, interesting. Who's nobody's going to that cafe? No, not especially when Larry, Daryl, and Daryl take over. <laughs> Who is your favorite Daryl? Oh goodness. Um <laughs> since we're since we're talking about them. I think now I can't remember if it's Daryl number one or Daryl number two. It's the blonde Daryl. The blonde, yeah. Yeah. I like think I like him better. He's got great face. He's got more facial expressions yes. than the dark haired Daryl. Daryl They're both hilarious. Yeah. Dark haired Daryl salutes, right? And then blonde haired Daryl does kind of like a mm -hmm. little Shh, like with his finger. He just does yeah. like a little acknowledgement when he's introduced. And those guys, the actors, said that they would make up their own script in their heads like between the two of them mm. like what those two were thinking or what they would say if they were speaking so that they could make those facial expressions oh. and it's so funny watching them yeah i do love that those guys and larry is just funny too because he's another one he's very dry and very, you know and of course they're like you know, I mean, they're eating squirrels or whatever yeah. in the beginning, and they all sleep in the same room in, like, long john pajamas. It's it's a very funny dynamic, but the, they take over the cafe mm -hmm. after, uh, after Kirk, Kirk is leaves. gone. And, and they serve, like, roadkill and yes, stuff. Yes, and they, everybody tries to help them make it nice, but... Um, yeah, it's just an interest. You don't see a ton of the cafe after that. That's kind no. of like an afterthought. Yeah, you really don't. And you only see their cabin a couple times. Like mm -hmm. when Dick gets, he gets um, kicked out by Joanna. Oh, yeah. And I'm not sure why he couldn't stay in the inn. Maybe they didn't have rooms left. But like, yeah. and I don't know if it's the time that she dreamt that he had had, a, he had been with another woman or something. <laughs> He, he tried sleeping on the couch, and then people were coming in, so it was loud. He So he tried to find Watch all the different mad. places where he could sleep. Yeah, so those guys were only supposed to be in one episode. Yeah. But, of course, the audience reaction was, was like, like so big. The they were like, okay, they're the cult part of the show mm -hmm. that everybody knows, and that's what people think of. Yeah. They also are obsessed with Candace Bergen. 
Oh, that's right. <laughs> and they mention her all the time. They have yes. a picture of her on the back of oh their, like, on God. the inside of their cabin door. Oh, my God. They're so funny. And they find a pig at one point, and they call her Miss Stephanie. Oh, yeah. And I, that's one of the things that I remembered from watching the original, you know, showing of it, mm-hmm. because that's the last time I watched this show. But there was a lot that I remembered, and I was really surprised by that. Hmm. Yeah, that pig was awesome. And then they told her that, oh, it's Miss Stephanie. Well, because they, uh, same thing. They were all pretty much like, well, it isn't, Stephanie gets lost out in the, like, snow somehow, too. Stephanie the person? Yeah, Stephanie the person, (laughs) not Stephanie the pig. And she ends up, like, at their cabin. Mm -hmm. And that's when, and it's like, those guys were all, like, in love with her. Oh, yeah. And um, there's even, isn't there an episode where she needs a blood transfusion? Yes, and she finds out that that it was Daryl's blood. And she freaks out Mm -hmm. because she's all, ew. And then he's just, like, heartbroken. Yes, he's all sad. And it becomes one of those, like, after-school special kind of episodes where, because she ends up being kind of like, oh, well, Okay. Well, I hate to break it to you, but we are out of time. Ooh. We're out of time in this episode of TV. Tangents. Oh my goodness! We've been we're gonna go long because we have so much to say about New Heart. Yes, and Natalie, you would be hard pressed to find a fiddle fitter than me, but we have to move on. Oh, thought I'd throw a Michael line in there. I like it. I love his lines. I love Michael. I know he's so funny. So why don't we come back next week and talk about the cast and the guest stars of New Heart and whatever Sounds else Sounds like a plan. About. I like it. And look us up on the TikTok because we have some New Heart um, clips on the TikTok along with other things. We're also on Facebook. We have a private Facebook group if you want to come in there and talk about TV-related stuff. We'll let you in. And we have an Instagram and Twitter, which I still call Twitter. I don't care what anybody calls it. Me too. We don't Me use too. it very often, but yes. Um, yeah. You got anything else to say at this oh, moment? Not at this moment. I'm gonna all come right. back and say all the things. Okay, we'll wrap it up. Wrap it up. Bye.